Joe Burrow is out for the season. Taysom Hill is in your lineups. And J.K. Dobbins makes a statement. Let's talk about it now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. What's going on, everybody? Week 11, it is Monday morning. Hope Sunday was great for you. Adam Azer and Heath Cummings here on Fantasy Football Today in 5, a podcast that gets you caught up fast on the fantasy news and advice that you need to know. Follow and stream us on Spotify. Heath, let's talk about uh, Sunday's action here. Let's start with the injury. Joe Burrow out for the season. Ryan Finley replaced him. What does this mean for all of the relevant pieces in Cincinnati? It's bad news for the Bengals. I I will still treat Tyler Boyd like a number three wide receiver, maybe a borderline number two in full PPR. He's probably the only Bengal I'm going to have confidence in starting. Giovanni Bernard, I think, is a low-end number two in full PPR as well, but better served as a flex. T. Higgins, I'd like to hold on to, but I'm going to have to see something before I feel confident in starting him. Another injury, Julio Jones was playing hurt and kind of came in and out of the game, is really hobbling. They get Las Vegas next week. Matt Ryan, we've just seen he hasn't been nearly as good, and I would say really hasn't been worth starting when either Julio or Calvin Ridley have been hurt or playing hurt, whatever. So, you know, what's the impact here for the Falcons if Julio Jones misses time? Calvin Ridley's a must-start wide receiver, whether Jones is there or not. You might have a little bit more interest in Russell Gage, but he wasn't very good last time Julio Jones was out. I'm not starting Matt Ryan if Julio Jones is out. I think Hayden Hurst would remain a top 12 tight end. Okay, week 11 winners. Give me one or two. But you mentioned it, J.K. Dobbins. They finally treated him like the best running back on the Ravens, and he performed like the best running back on the Ravens. Now we just need to see it for another week or maybe two weeks just to believe it. But Mark Ingram all but disappeared. There was very little Gus Edwards. Dobbins still just getting a catch or two per game, but if he gets 14, 15 carries to go along with it, we'll start him every single week. And Taysom Hill's got to be considered a winner. 24 fantasy points for him, two rushing touchdowns, about 50 rushing yards. And he completed 18 of 23 passes for 233 yards. So as of Sunday night, he's a top 10 quarterback. He'll probably finish that way. And Denver and Atlanta are his next two games. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, there's a big difference between the Falcons' defense and the Broncos' defense. Falcons given up 30 fantasy points per game coming into this game, so I I think I feel pretty confident I'm going to start Taysom Hill in two weeks. Next week, he's going to be right in that borderline streamable category. He's probably the number one waiver wire priority if you need a quarterback because he's rostered in just 63% of leagues. And I know you're dropping Alvin Kamara after his zero-catch game. Definitely not dropping Alvin Kamara, <laughs> but a little bit concerned that Taysom Hill does not mean the same thing for him that Drew. Like this was a better situation for Michael Thomas because Hill just threw it to him over and over and over again. He threw it deep to Emmanuel Sanders just a little bit. There was nothing for Alvin Kamara there in the passing game, and he shares too much of the rushing work for that to be the case. Yeah, really strange. First game of his career without a catch. So Alvin Kamara's a loser. You got any other... Uh, that's a weird sentence to say. Uh, fantasy loser, to a degree. The, still scored. He's still great. Still great. Um, but uh, any other losers? Like, I mean, definitely yeah. the Bengals, but also Duke Johnson. Just like it wasn't even a bad matchup. He got, I think, 10 carries and five targets in the game and just did absolutely nothing with it. Even if they're not giving any other touches to any other running backs, it doesn't appear that Duke Johnson can be a fantasy starter. Do you think Phil Rivers or Kirk Cousins can carry fantasy teams down the stretch? They're good enough to be like a fill-in or a bi-week replacement. It's not somebody that I'd want to think I'm going into the playoffs with and I want I, I actually feel like I have a chance to win. 
What do you think about Kareem? I'm just going to fire away here, Heath. What do you think about Kareem Hunt? 13 carries, 11 yards. He did score. It was a, a weird inefficiency. He had, I think, four or five carries inside the five-yard line, which is great, but it's going to hurt your rushing average. And he was not. He was only successful on one of those. Um, I'm just going to start Kareem Hunt as the number two running back every week. What do you think about the Dallas Cowboys wide receivers? Good game for Cooper. Lamb caught a touchdown. What do you think? I think Andy Dalton salvaged the Cowboys fantasy season and you're going to start Amari Cooper and you're going to start CeeDee Lamb and you're going to start Ezekiel Elliott and their defense is still bad enough to keep them throwing a bunch. Woohoo! All right, that's it for Fantasy Football Today in 5. We've got an hour of this stuff, an hour and 10 minutes to be quite honest, of a recap of the Sunday action. Don't miss it. Fantasy Football Today, follow and stream it on Spotify. Thanks a lot for listening. I'm Adam, he's Heath. We will talk to you tomorrow morning.